Hello, I'm Becky Farron, the current Miss Lancashire Galaxy UK, and today I'm discussing being a new to pageantry. You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant podcast with your host, Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and mummy to one amazing little girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a shout on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, thank you so much for joining me. And you're not in the UK right now. No, I'm currently in India. Wow. Um, is that a current relocation thing or are you on holiday? No, I'm, I'm out here to volunteer. I'm working in the slums teaching children. Uh, so it, I'm a teacher back in the UK and with the six weeks holidays, I was like, hmm, what can I do for six weeks? Um, and I found a volunteer website and I applied and I've paid to come out here and to teach in the slums and give what I can to the children that need it. That is absolutely incredible. Um, (laughs) Wow, you floored me already. Um, And they say like pageant girls, we have nothing between our brains and we don't actually contribute anything to society. Well, we've just destroyed that in the first like two minutes of this (laughs) podcast. Um, Wow, that's incredible. Um, My church do um, a trip out, not to teach, but they go out and help. Um, And I really wanted to do it. And then the year I was like, right, I'm going to go this year. They go in like, I think it's October. And I found out I was pregnant in September. So that's not happened. Um, But I I really want to do some of my kids' summer holidays when she's older, going and doing the charity challenges and and things. Because I just think it's an an amazing experience. Um, Oh, it's great. And there's actually a family right here that with me right now. Um, and one of the, their daughter is seven years old and they've already brought her volunteering in the slums in India and she's seven. And I'm like, wow, um, that kid is going to grow up with a wonderful perspective on life and value for money and, Mm. you know, appreciation for what she's got back home. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I recommend, you know, obviously in less dangerous countries, because there are some countries you go to that are a lot poorer than, than where I am right now um but yeah you can do it with families there are family volunteering options so Mm. I think definitely once I found the risks I'm willing to take either on my own um or with my partner or as a family of three have definitely Mm. decreased since having her and of course my partner used to do race days used to take his car to the track like actually race his own Ah. car um and he did one after she was born and he said there's no point anymore. I don't want to waste the money on the extra insurance and the tires. And he said, I just don't want to push the car to its limit. I don't want to do that anymore, which makes it pointless going. So now he goes go-karting instead. <laughs> ah. Well, you're funny because my partner's also a car 
fanatic, so I completely understand. Actually, it's Santa Pod this weekend, and I'm missing it. <laughs> well, at the finals, um, we'll sit the two of them together as long yeah, as they absolutely. still cheer. Um, yeah. <laughs> we can have someone to talk to. Um, my my other half's going to wrangle the toddler. She's going to come in for the finals because I'm the same category as yourself, and um, yes, she's going to come in for the finals. So I might actually lose him halfway through if she's not game. But on a holiday, she quite often stays up fairly late and is usually yeah really happy. And um, she might be watching Trolls on her iPad instead of Mummy on stage. Yes. But you never know. <laughs> it's a great film. I don't blame her. <laughs> Bless. And um, and do you know what I'm asking? How old are you? I'm 28. So what would be considered the old end of pageantry? I was 27 when I did my first pageant and ah. I sort of, I started looking through and, and I've touched on in another episode about why I, me, sort of my story of first signing up and how old I was and why I did it. And, and it was really hard to find a pageant that catered for that age. They're getting better now. This MS category is like creeping in yeah. and, and I mean misses and it, it shocked yeah. me that that was available because you only hear about miss miss you know or miss teen as well yeah um, but I mean, I'm actually yeah. grateful uh, I don't think that um well I, I've lived away I haven't lived in England for quite a while when I was in my early 20s so now is that now I'm back in England it's, it's a perfect age for me to do it as well because it has taken me a long time to have body confidence um yes. so I think if I was younger I wouldn't have had the the maturity or the confidence or uh, I would have had too many insecurities to get up on a stage and and do what we're going to do um so I think this is the perfect age for me to really let go of all those insecurities I've had in my early 20s and now I'm 28 you, you really do reach that point and it's like okay enough is enough I'm gonna love what I am and my body as it is now and so I'm glad that I'm uh, doing this at this age I think it's the right time for me <laughs> uh, so the MS category its first year at Galaxy UK was the last time I competed so 2016 and um, and I would have been 2017 I would have been going into MS and that's the, the year I didn't compete and it was so, I mean, it was up to you. I knew I could get up. I think it was 29 was the miss and now it's 27. So it's 27 to as old as you want is, is our category now. And I yeah. just think that's yeah. so, so wonderful. There's some amazing, I'm using air quotes, older ladies in the pageantry system and things now um, in their sort of 50s and 60s coming in because, yeah, they finally found themselves they found their body confidence and things and it's just so amazing to see all these women coming forward and going yeah I wanted to do this I wanted to do this I thought this was great as a youngster or like me I grew up like watching Miss Congeniality thinking oh it looks so wonderful Um, exactly but you put limits on yourself like oh but I could never do that because of this or that and um but it's yeah it's so wonderful that it is any age now um, because there is never too late, basically. You know, that famous old quote, it is never too late. Right. And it's, yeah, I just, Gal- I love Galaxy for so many reasons. There's a whole podcast episode in, in why, and I've got on the website a big chunk about why it was that I chose Galaxy. Why did you choose to do a pageant? Was it literally that you fancied it before? Did someone talk you into it? Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen it before, um, but I've never again. I've been busy with a career and uh, living abroad, so I wasn't in England. Um, but then I met people abroad who were 
Mr. England and Miss England before and I spoke to them about it and they made it sound really great, you know, because there's so much stigma uh, about it that uh, you, you prejudge it, really, you do. And, I, and I'm guilty of that completely. Mm. But then last year um, I was working with a girl who was currently in the, the Miss Galaxy and she was posting a lot of pictures on Facebook and I was always curious. I was always looking at her photos like, wow, this looks amazing. And actually the, the biggest thing she said was you make so many friends and, you know, everyone supports each other and you get uh, beauty ideas and, uh, and body confidence again is the main one for me really. And I just thought, wow, okay. So, and she really changed my prejudgments of what a pageant, you know, is because like you said, you talked about Miss Congeniality. I love that film. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it has those little um, uh, moments where you think, oh, yeah, I, uh, that's really what a pageant, pageant is like. And this, yeah, so I was completely um, convinced and turned around and I thought, you know what, I'm going to see for myself. Um, and either way, you know, it's, uh, it's putting yourself out there and you're doing good for the community. And so I thought, why not? I'll go for it. Um, so yeah I was convinced <laughs> <laughs> and was it that you met someone that had done you'd helped that and um, the young lady that had did that had done galaxy previously clearly can't talk at six in the morning clearly can't talk and um, <laughs> was that why you chose galaxy did you look at any other yes. systems at all no I only looked at galaxy I went through the whole website I went through the instagram um and I thought yeah this really looks lovely um and I think this is the one for me I because I think it is because of the miss and the the misses. Um, I think, wow, okay, if they uh, they're opening it up, and um, I thought, yeah, this one this one feels right for me. And I, I'm because I am I'm a yoga teacher, so I very much live by um, this is supposed to happen, or this has found me, or this has come to me, and mm -hmm. this is the path to go down. And I really felt like. I'd been told about Galaxy for a reason. And so I actually didn't really look at any others because I felt like Galaxy had found me and that was the right one. Um, I didn't question it. Trust in the universe. <laughs> yeah. I love how you say that because you're into yoga and things, that brings you into just trusting those things. Because I would say the same yeah. thing, but not with yoga. I do a bit of yoga, yes. but not a massive amount. I'd say the same thing because of my Christian faith. I trust what the universe brings to me. It's funny how wow, so many yeah. of them just actually align and um, yeah I did I, I was again I felt like Galaxy was brought to me for a reason and um, when between my first competition and my second competition my mum had passed away and my Galaxy family was some of my most supportive community during that time and yeah. um, I mean the poor girl um, as I came off stage having done it all and we were all done and we were just going to chill out before crowning and um, a poor girl came up to me and said, um, I just want to say your mum would have been so proud of you because I'd been talking about it in the Facebook group. And of course I was just like, I was going to absolutely bawl my eyes out and I had to walk yeah. away and everyone was like, could see I was struggling and they were like, you okay? And I was like, just don't talk to me for a minute. Just don't talk to me for a minute. Just don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm like, I got myself back and then I had to go back to each other. I was just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Sorry, I had to push you away, but it was going to end badly yeah. if I needed to talk to it. Like sometimes you're like, I don't need a hug right now because I will oh, cry. Of course. <laughs> um, but it's that the, the community is amazing. I mean, we have this private Facebook group, and um, it's just starting to get going now. And people are yeah, just it's so exciting and things. And it's it gets really good in there. And as 
the longer it goes, because they do a different one each year, and the longer the group runs, the more people feel like they can open up and start to open up about their struggles. And I am, I mean, I'm such an open book. Um, I will talk yeah. about anything and everything in there. I'm yeah. sometimes verging on the TMI. Um, and yeah. people do start to open up in there and you start to feel like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not on my own. I'm not the only one that's sort of got these questions and worries and um, but that was exactly the, the, the big thing I wanted to talk about with this episode is obviously you've been like thrown into this completely new world mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot more online now than there used to be I mean I didn't even know podcast existed at all when I first competed and as far as I'm aware I haven't found any other UK pageantry podcasts um someone's going to message me now and be like, I've been running one for years, but I'm so sorry if you have been, but I couldn't find it. And there's a couple of American ones and there is a lot of crossover. Um, One of the, um, it was an Australian one just interviewed uh, Maria, who is the international director of Galaxy. So there is starting to be more content out there, but what's your, your biggest worry at the moment as like a complete newbie to pageantry? Um, If I'm honest, (laughs) the, uh, the beauty aspect because I have never been a girl who is obsessed with makeup or I mean I love pretty dresses don't get me wrong um but I'm I feel like I'm useless sometimes at makeup and hair and and you know all anything beauty I mean I'm in India right now I didn't shave my legs for four weeks (laughs) because I mean there's no point while I'm out here but I feel like I've always been a little bit lazy on being um having the beauty aspect of, uh, of being a girl. And, and, and I thought this would be um, really challenging because I'll, and hopefully I'll meet other girls that'll say, Hey, you know, do your eyeliner like this. Or yeah. if you want to contour, I can show you. Or, um, so that is like my biggest worry right now. And I mean, luckily, um, my, my other half, his mum is, uh, like she does HD brows and she does Russian lashes and she's been trying to teach me some things. And, um, so I had my eyebrows done for like the first time this year and Russian lashes for the first time this year. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm, I feel pretty. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was in exactly the same place. Exactly. Like none of the pretties that I now have like a makeup set. Everything is in date. All my makeup's now in date that even. I actually it's probably not. <laughs> I don't wash my brushes every week, which I'm like, who has mm. time to do that? I mean, really, but you meant to wash your brush every week. But maybe every couple of months they actually get washed. Whereas I had brushes I'd never washed and they were years old. And yeah. um, Mac, I did a Mac day. You pay, it was something like 50 pounds. I think it varies for the area. Um, and they do a whole tutorial for you. And then you get that 50 pounds as a voucher to spend on their products. And wow. um, so the actual, so I waited until I was ready to buy a load of new products and I went and did that and they did, they do like a face plan. And I, I literally have like two different colorways of eyeshadow I use now. Um, because some of the girls are, are actual makeup artists as well. And you look at them and think, exactly. oh wow, what you've, look mm. at what you've created. Um, the others more like me who will be booking a makeup artist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's. There's a makeup artist and a hair designer that I desperately want to get on the podcast, but I know that they are currently preparing for a big international trip. So I will hit them up later. Oh, so yeah. Won't reveal them yet. Although if you look at the date of when this is coming out and you think international travel, you'll most people will probably will be able to work out who they are. Um, <laughs> it's I did, yeah, I did my own hair and makeup for the first one based on the absolute stereotype of what I thought pageant queen should be. And <laughs> 
hideous. <laughs> it was absolutely yeah, looking awful. back. Yeah, because I, I, I be, I'm quite. Um, I mean, I feel like I know what suits my face and the colors, and I'm I'm always very neutral. But then I was always I have this voice in the back of my head saying, "But is that enough? Is your is your makeup that you do enough? You know, because I actually had to wear makeup um, for my job for quite a long for quite a lot of years, but it was very basic, and I got used to okay, I feel like I know this colour works for me and that colour works for me. But then for a pageant, do you have to go above and beyond that, you know, uh, and not just your usual, what I would wear for a night out in England, you know, for a pageant, I feel like it's got to be more. And obviously I've done, uh, I was in musical theatre, so I've done stage makeup, um, you know, where you look like a drag queen backstage <laughs> in the dressing room, but on stage, it's amazing. So... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm completely lost, but I just was questioning myself, like, is that going to be enough, though, to do what I would do normally? That's um, that's why I, I really recommend people trying to find the makeup artist or one of the makeup artists mm-hmm. that's recommended by the system that you're doing. Because, yeah. like, Galaxy has got quite a lot of stage lighting. Um, yeah. But you also go into the audience and chat in the audience and things afterwards. You don't want to look hideous and what a great in one and hideous in the other so it's sort of like you need a bit more than your interview and what you'd have on during the day um but you don't want to go full on whereas if you you might be in a pageant system where it's ballroom style and you're not on a raised stage and it's just the normal room lighting if you go with their like recommended makeup artists they know the setup they've put girls on that stage before they know how deep to go with contouring and things for the lights like what's going to flush you out like my I think I got my spray tan right on the first one but when I rocked up I hadn't had a spray tan and then all these other girls had tans and then I I don't think I think I maybe had like one very pale spray tan before so I didn't know about like you shouldn't shave your legs on the morning of the spray tan because otherwise it goes into your open pores and I knew about exfoliating and I knew about no like oil they told me that when I phoned up like I was like phoning around the local area trying to book a spray tan but I didn't know that you rinse it off after a certain time so I went to the my finals was on the last night so the night before I'd gone had the spray tan during the day I went in in the evening and I was like it looked ridiculous. I looked like a dairy milk bar with a flat one because having a spray tan takes loads of your features out. And I didn't want to put loads of makeup on my spray tan. So I'm like, is it drying? I don't know what it's doing. And I'm like, oh, I now ask, ask all the questions. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, um, I feel like I'm learning something new every day when it comes to beauty and like you said, spray tans and things like that. I mean, I've never had a spray tan to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm asking, you know, I've got a lot of friends and my cousins and things and, and they all do that, um, quite regularly. So I'm, I'm asking them, okay, who can you recommend? Um, but would you say that, um, it's best to do like a mock pageant, um, like spray tan and do everything and just to see how you look or obviously do it before the actual event, because if I wait up until the event and then it goes horribly it wrong, goes wrong, there's no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no change, there's no going back. So one of the the things I said in the Facebook group probably Mm. in the last week was heads up something I've done before and it's it I learned from experience is book the 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 eyelash the nail tech and things that you like now because you don't want to book them too close to time and end up having to go with someone new but if you've never done eyelashes you've never done a spray tan before it's really tricky so yeah I definitely recommend I say never do anything 
just for the pageant that you've never done before. Um, yeah. I, I like to juice cleanse um, over the run of the pageant. I've got food intolerances and things and I don't want to risk being ill. So taking um, frozen juices and the hotel that Galaxy is at are really good. They put them in a little cool bag in the freezer for me. Um, and it's not so much that I want to cleanse, but it's the fact that I know I'm going to have a veggie, fruit, nutritious meal that isn't going to give me any allergies. Um, one of the great things about being an MS is we compete on the first night, whereas previously yeah. I was on the last night. So I'd be at the hotel much longer, whereas I would just have to do it for the, the one day before and the day of and to know I'm not going to get any flare-ups and stuff. Um, but found out last night the juice company I used to use is no longer in existence. So I will now have to do a juice cleanse yeah. prior to Galaxy to make sure that whatever they have doesn't affect me. Um, yeah. I might even do two just to check because your body does different things at different times. So it's definitely um, – and if you're – sounds slightly bizarre – said I'm a TMI person, if you uh, have quite a regular cycle – Try and test the things, particularly beauty products, anything health-wise. Test them at the same point in your cycle that you'll be at when you get to Galaxy. Because mm -hmm. our skins react differently at different points in our cycle. Um, mm. So if you can, I mean, mine are all erratic, so I've got no hope. Um, <laughs> but if you, if, you are, if you are more routine, then you can be like, right, well, I'll be at this point for Galaxy when I'm having my hair and makeup and spray tan done. I will do it three, four months prior at the same point. The same so time. I, yeah. And give yourself a time to have a do-over as well. So you don't necessarily need to do it twice, but if you give yourself enough time to get it done twice, then you can correct if you're like, no, this is a bit too dark for me. Um, mm. My, I've got a spray tan lady because I do. I'm not, I'm fairly regular. Like every couple of months, there'll be an event. I would normally get it done for an event now because once I had it done for Galaxy, I was just like, ooh, I like this. <laughs> I want this. Um, and now suddenly I feel a bit like I haven't got dressed if I don't get one yeah. or a big event. I don't go out very much. So yeah, it's like every other month. <laughs> yeah. And that's the same for me as well. I'm really looking forward to absolutely having like one weekend where I am just so glam that my friends and family wouldn't even recognize me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um it's, but yeah, and uh, you've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. The whole experience of the weekend. So they call it going to pageant land. And, mm. and I've said that to friends before, and they're like, oh, wow, where's pageant land? And I'm like, well, pageant land is wherever <laughs> a pageant is happening. So they're like, they're like pop ups, really. It's like pop up yeah. and pageant land. And it's just, you enter and it's sparkly and glamorous and fabulous. And I mean, the first time I went, it was the shoes that got me. I, want, I sort of sat on a, on a chair and just sort of stared at everyone's feet because the shoes were insane. And I was there, I think it was like one of the team category nights and they love their big shoes in team. And one of, the, one of my very exciting moments about being an MS is I don't feel like I need to have the big shoes anymore. I'm like, I'm over it. Comfort over. Yes, For definitely. me, it's definitely going to be comfort. I'm, I'm um, still clinging on to my tippy tops, which were like the the quote-unquote sort of standard pageant shoe for a long time and Maria the international director has spoken out against tippy tops a lot because people are like oh I've got to wear them if I want to win but then they can't oh. actually walk in them and so they're not going to win um but I'm, I'm clinging on to mine I'm going to practice my walks in my tippy tops but not compete in them so I will practice my walk in both shoes and therefore I'll be yeah. super stable <laughs> that's my plan yeah and I think that's another big fear as well um 
what if I fall over? And I'm sure I'm going to have that dream like leading up to the pageant where I fall over and land on yeah. my face and my tooth comes out and everyone's <laughs> looking at me laughing. I'm sure. Because, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I have to be, I have to wear shoes that I know okay. that I'm confident, like, yeah, I'm not going to fall over. <laughs> yeah. When I like, so my first pageant, I wore completely the wrong shoes. They weren't like ridiculously high or anything. They were probably about the right height, but they didn't match any of my outfits. They were, I just went for the nudish. I looked at the pictures of other people that compete. I'm like, oh, they're wearing a nude heel. I'll wear a nude heel. These are the nude heels I've got. I'll wear those. And actually what I had was like a beach shoe. No, it just wasn't right. Um, But then I went completely the other extreme. The next time I competed, and I went for massive platforms, but I still got it wrong. Um, because I would have a really eye-catching top of my dress and then I'd put a really eye-catching shoe on and they're like, no, no, you want to elongate the leg. That's why they wear nude shoes is because they blend in with your leg and they make your legs look longer. longer. Mm. And it's like the thinner straps. That's why tippy tops were so popular. They were this nude colour. They had a thin heel, which makes the back of your leg look thinner Um, and they have thin straps over the feet so they look more delicate. Um, mm. And actually, it, you don't need the platform on the height of them. It's trying to find a shoe that's got those that's will still make your leg look long and still make your foot look delicate, but isn't a massive platform. I mean, those shoes are insane. Like, I remember looking at them originally and thinking, how are they walking in those things? Like, yeah. Just and like I said, I arrived on a teen night, and um, so yeah, it was there were a lot of a lot of big shoes going mm. around, and I was like. Oh. I'm just, I just assumed that it was like leg strength. So I've been doing squats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All of, and calf raises. Calf raises are really yes. good. Um, yes. so I'm a personal trainer. Um, so there's yeah. a lot of, I've just swapped out my calf raises for banded sprints of this week. Wow. Um, so one of the big bands that you sort of strap onto a, a bar or a wall or a fence or something and, and stretch it out to its max. And then you do 30 second sprints. 30 seconds rest at the end of like this band and my cards are on fire absolute fire um, but that's yeah those banded sprints or like half raises are really really good for for the legs kind of things I will definitely do a, a galaxy fitness or not galaxy just a pageantry yeah, fitness podcast as well um, and I share stuff on the Instagram as well all the time and um, I'm getting I'm trying to do at least one fitness post every time I go to the gym which considering I go to the gym six times a week <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to keep up but I'm that crazy person in the gym already so it's fine yeah um, and no some, sometimes you're so busy in the workout um that you think and also I mean I'll do a hot yoga class and I'll think oh I should take a picture after today's class and then after the class I look at my face and I'm hot really red and hot and sweaty and I'm thinking yeah this isn't a good time to take a photo I don't think (laughs) oh see that's when I'm like yes go for it like truth is real um I think I've got to uh, I'm putting too many limits on myself and I just need to because I'm I'm not too much about the social media anyway since I've been in India and I know that people are following what I'm doing out here I'm posting every day um but when I come home I really want to keep that habit of posting every day um, share people share with people what I'm doing you know I need to share with my yoga routines as well with people mm. um and you never know who you're inspiring you know that's that's yeah. what I love about social media I mean I did um a talk at a school recently about the power of social media and the danger and the dangers and the dangers and dangers and things 
love social media so much. And actually some of the kids came up to me and said, it's so nice having someone talk to us about social media that wasn't saying, don't do it, it's bad, get off it. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just, here's a good way of doing it, here's a positive way of doing it. Um, Because you can inspire so much. Um, A lot of my work is on social media and people will message me all the time saying, I heard this podcast episode and it was amazing and it's really changed my life and things. And I'm thinking... Mm -hmm. That was just a tiny little ha- personal habit that I shared in a in a podcast, my work podcast, and it's had such an impact. You know, you never know who you're inspiring. In the same yeah, way, that you people post like miserable stuff and hor- hate stuff because you never know who you're hurting. Exactly, but people like to know that they're not alone as well. So if you are posting something, um, I, I follow um, an influencer on Instagram, and she posts like pictures of her bloated belly and things she you know Mm -hmm. she really doesn't care who uh who sees that and she does she gets a lot of hate messages and uh, nasty comments you know but she I think she gets more uh, she inspires more people with those bloated belly and you don't have to be skinny and amazing every day and this is me I'm you know on my time in the month and look at my belly and I'm you know I'm in pain and 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 I've followed her since I followed her I'm like wow um that you know that's real and people like yeah. to know oh I'm not alone and um, and especially going back to the the kids and the social media I think we we highlight far too much the negative things and if you're telling the kids about the negative stuff even though you are trying to teach them not to um do all of the dangerous things or the um the harsh comments and things or the bullying online I think if you talk about the negative stuff, it almost puts that into their head. And whereas if you talk about the positive stuff, then they'll, you know, they'll think about Mm -hmm. that more. Um, And yeah, I'm because I teach in schools as well. I teach kids yoga um, and I do a lot of workshops with kids who um, are doing sats, especially this year. I've done a lot of workshops um, for yoga before sats and how to, um, you know, cope with the stress of exams. Uh, in fact, there was a politician this year that was talking about eliminating SATs exams from primary schools because the kids are too stressed. And I uh, thought, well, that's just eliminating the problem, like uh, avoiding the problem. Yeah, it doesn't actually address the problem of teaching yeah, them still. If you yeah. put yoga in their curriculum and teach them how to deal with stress, teach them how to deal with all the negative emotions, or if somebody is saying something that affects them and makes them feel sad or questions their self-worth, then um, we need to focus on teaching them that more than how to, uh, you know, we, kids are, I mean, um, you've got your own, I'm, 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 I'm still, uh, waiting for the day that I can be a parent. And, um, there's so many wonderful mums out there now that, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried that I'm, um, not going to have a clue what to do, um, mm. or how to teach, um, when my child's growing up because there's so many positive mums out there that are giving us inspiration. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, uh, but it's a difficult world for kids, especially girls. I mean, it always has been, but with social media, it's just even, it's getting harder and harder. So, um, that's great. I, I really, I think that's wonderful that you went into school and did a whole talk about social media and, and the kids, they give you feedback as well. I've noticed that, um, adults don't give so much feedback, but, kids they're really um there's no filter yeah they really (laughs) love to tell you what they think yeah they were year 10 so I did the same talk so it was an hour-long talk and I did the same talk five times a day um 
And that was my parent. That was my one parent. One of my parents is. Um, mm. And it was, yeah. So I got different feedback from the different sessions. Um, each session becomes a bit different because of the, what they're asking you and things. And that sort of takes you on different tangents and things. But it was amazing. I mean, social media has such a massive impact. I do... That's probably one of my tiny pet peeves with pageantry is a lot of the girls are just posting the perfectly manicured picture. I don't know whether, and I guess this is a question for, for directors out there. So if there's any director listening, you want to come and discuss this, that'd be great. Um, is I know that, that pageants look at people's social media. I mean, they'd be crazy not to. A pageant system is a business. And the last thing you want is yeah. someone that's like, rude and bullying and slanderous on social media being your pageant mm. being your your representative I mean they go on to represent the UK or England whichever their um, their national title gives them and the last thing you want is a is a person that is not in a great place on social media doing that and you don't need to have a massive following to win a crown or anything I'm not saying that at all because ah, um, that was going to be one of my questions actually um because I've noticed that a lot of pageant girls have so many followers and it's not something that I've obsessed about in the past like oh I need more followers but then it has made me think like oh does that matter that like that I don't have so many there was um, a brilliant podcast where they talked about this a lot on I want to say on the Pageant Planet podcast where they were discussing about um, Mm. social media and there were pros and cons both ways because there were people coming in that were, they're like, oh, they've got a big social media following. They're going to be amazing. But actually they didn't know their pageant system and so it didn't go so well Um, or Mm. people expected more of them. So you come in as a complete newbie um, the judges are going to have a lower expectation and they'll be more easily to wow then if you've got a big yeah. social media and you've done all these things and they're, they're expecting greatness from you and then you deliver the same level as the other person, they're going to be underwhelmed. Um, so I feel yeah. like there's, there's pluses and minuses to both of it. And they did yet conclude that in the episode that it was um, not to worry about it because both, both could, could have a negative or a positive effect. Um, I love social media. I'm all over social media, but my following is nothing like some of them. And I mean, you look at, um, Misha who was the Miss Teen International winner a couple of years ago um, and she starts a YouTube channel is absolutely exploded I mean faster than some some big YouTubers um, that have been doing it for years and things Um, and a really really fun channel and you sort of say oh how could I compete with that and I mean she's not doing pageants at the moment but it would be that intimidation and you need to not let those intimidate because that could, yeah, also play against her because they'd look at it and go, well, maybe she's not going to have time to represent the system because she's also got to look oh, yeah. and things as well. Um, I guess it's like rocking up and saying, well, yeah, I'd love to do this and I want to do everything with my title, but I've also got 27 jobs. It's like <laughs> um, exactly. you wouldn't necessarily have the time to give to the title um, as a winner because you've got that big following and things. Um, so it's... It, there are lots of things you can look at in pageantry that could put you off. Um, yeah, go either way, really, then. Yeah, it's not not taking them too much at face value. And I worried with posting pictures of my appearances because I like finding appearances that are going to make the bigger impact. Um, like I said, I taught at the school all day. I wasn't going to be fully glammed for that because they're not necessarily going to take me as seriously. Um, 
No. They're going to do, I turned out big sparkly earrings and a ball gown and things. They're just going to yeah. be looking at what I'm wearing and not what I'm saying. Especially teenagers. Yep. So I was like, well, that's out. And then that same evening, I did another appearance where I spent most of the evening in a very hot kitchen and I was um, pot washing and we were cooking in the ovens. It was for a charity event. And then I was serving tables and things. And mm. I had a nice dress on and I'd done my makeup and stuff. But by the end of it, by the time we took the picture, it was not a glamorous look for me and <laughs> ladies that, that work for the charity. We're like, we're exhausted. We just want to go and sit and drink the wine. And like, I'm like, mm. I need to get a picture. I can't forget to get my picture. Um, and, but it's not the, and some of the appearances I do will be glamorous and being a snow queen for another appearance. Mm. And I will be all glammed up for that and covered in sparkles. But it's, I was worried about posting those appearance pictures to start with because I'm like, that doesn't look like a pageant queen. And then I was like, hang on a minute. I need to reframe what I see as a pageant queen. Yeah. A pageant queen is somebody that, that volunteers and goes out and helps in the community and does that charity work and things like that. It's not just the glam on stage side of things. Um, exactly. I mean, I've got my sash here with me in India and, you know, by we leave the house at maybe nine o'clock in the morning and it is boiling hot that by the time we get to the school after taking one of the little rickshaw cars, uh, I'm already, I already feel dirty and sweaty and hot. And, um, and so I haven't taken any pictures yet because in my head I'm thinking, okay, what should I wear? And, and yeah. should I put makeup on? I mean, I haven't really been wearing makeup every day. And, um, in fact, I posted something on my Instagram last night and I'd just been playing football with, the, the boys and it was really hot and I, I was like I'm gonna post this anyway even if you know yeah. I have no makeup and I'm red faced and my hair is scraped back because I didn't want it sticking to my face um and I posted it anyway and I thought and that actually doing that last night made me think okay I need to take a picture with my sash no matter what I'm looking like take the risk because, take the risk yeah yeah because I can't I'm not gonna stroll into a slum area with high heels and lipstick yeah. and uh, I'm sure the kids would love it to be honest it's just like, not oh, wow. yeah and some it's places not, it's just not appropriate as well no, like there are I wouldn't want to bring yeah. I just wouldn't want to bring that attention to myself either with um uh, you know look how yeah. expensive my shoes are um so with some volunteering cases it's just not it's not doable to look as glam as in my head I'm thinking I should I should um I often Maybe check a bit of with, yeah. I often check with the where you're stuff. going for the appearance and ask them what they yeah. would like you to wear as well. And um, so I'm doing. I mean, a slightly easier one to do. I'm doing a ribbon cutting for a, a garden opening in a couple of weeks, and I've said, "Would you like me in full ball gown? I'm quite happy to do it. Um, or would you like me in like garden party attire and things like that?" And they've actually said, "It's up to you. Whatever you, you're happy with." So I'm going to go for garden party attire because that's yeah, what I would wear if I was you. going to that event as a not the person cutting the ribbon um, yeah. and, and using that. But this is, we need to start a hashtag of like hashtag, this is the face of pageantry and show all the different elements because it's just the beautiful headshots and they are amazing. I love my pageantry headshot. My last pageantry headshot is still my profile for lots of things. Um, I had some really cute pictures done with my daughter in my sash recently and that's sort of creeping in now. Oh yeah, I saw those. How yeah. cute. Um, I mean, I'm like, when neither of us are looking at the camera, but it's like my favourite pageant yeah. photo ever. And you can just about see the galaxy bit on my sash. So I'm like, we're good. Um, and I, 
you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to my Instagram, anyone listening, and you'll see my profile picture on there as me and my daughter. Um, but my pageantry headshot is actually my headshot in how useful I work. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I be all glamorous for my work? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, and I have a cross section of pictures that I use if I'm doing appearances and they need a photo of me. So I've got things in more casual outfits. I've got pictures with my daughter. So if I'm doing an appearance with her, and um, then I've got this sort of very various photos that I can give because that is still the face of pageantry. That sweaty mess in the gym when you're like, oh, I don't want to post this. Like that's still the face of pageantry because that's the work you're putting in to feel. Yeah, the work that goes behind it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we definitely need to start that hashtag, hashtag the real face of pageantry or something. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with one and I'll put it in the yeah, same and I'll start sharing it on Instagram and we'll get that one rolling because I do. Yeah, I think that would be mm-hmm. have an amazing impact. And particularly on the I'm putting us in the older category. I mean, I'm 32 as well. So the the old mm-hmm. the Miz and up is the older categories. If we saw the variety more, would there be more of our age group that were willing to step up and go, I feel like I've got a place here? Oh, I really think so. I really think so. Right. I will get on that new campaign. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. the real face of pageantry, um, or something yeah. like that. That feels like a lot of words. I'll, I'll try and make it shorter. I'll make it shorter. Um, right, I've taken up so much of your time, but I've got one final question, and there's yes. no wrong answer to this. Do you have a specific goal for Galaxy? Is there something specifically that you want to get out of it? What's your sort of what will you feel like a winner, whether you win or lose? What what will make you feel like a winner when you walk away at the end of it? Uh, I think uh, I really want to get a voice. I, I'm looking for a voice um, so that I can um, speak out more about things that people are afraid to speak out about. Um, I, I feel like, especially in my friend group, I'm always the person that sticks up for everyone or says what everyone's really thinking. Um, and I, I would love to get a voice from Galaxy and 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 say like, okay, you know, I think that, um, we have we need to face these issues and these issues in regards to anything really in the world. Um, and I, yeah, I think a voice is what I'm looking to to gain from Miss Galaxy so that I can change and do better things. And um, I think you can't do anything on your own in this world. You need other people's help and you need other people's support. Um, and I want people to believe in me and think, okay, let's support Becky because she's trying to change this and she's she wants to do this. And she, um, I've got so many goals without going into too much of it. I've got so many goals and things that I want to do for the community and for for England and you know in regards mm. to homeless. And we've got so many, and they are negative points about the world and communities and things that would people try and ignore. Or, you know, they bury the head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to bring those points to light and says this find solutions and say, this is what we can do about it. Um, if everyone will help and support me, I'm going to try my best to make this happen so that everyone can um, live their best life. Um, so I think I'm looking for a bit of a, a lift up and a voice of um, mm-hmm. to find people who, you know, are on the same wavelength as me and think, yeah, okay, I'm going to help you um, achieve this. and. And there are so many of us out there, but it's it's hard to find the people that are on the same wavelength or vibe as you that want the same things. And there's a lot out there. I know there is. Um, so I'm just looking to put myself on the map and find other people that want the same things as I do in life. And then whatever comes to me, I'll, you know, take you by the horns and go from there. 
I have goosebumps. Like the, the few hairs that are left after all the laser <laughs> are standing on end. I'm, I, we were definitely meant to meet. Like we were just so yeah, meant to I meet. I had, so. yeah, I put a post on, on our, in the Facebook group to say, did anyone fancy doing this interview? And a few people messaged, but you messaged me directly, which meant I found your message first. I don't know which one was mm. first, but your, yours first. And I'm like, that would be me. I would message directly. Um, and I was like, right, we're going this way then. That's that's the way to, that you say the universe. That's what I say. That's the way God's yeah. directing me. And um, this is the way we'll go. Um, and yeah, we were definitely meant to meet. And oh yes, I'm I'm so excited. I mean, it feels so far yeah, away, and the weekend will blow by. And it's so nice that we compete on the first night. And um, there's yeah, a and I can enjoy. Yeah, there's a workshop the day before. I'd highly recommend doing. Um, I have already booked it. Yeah, I'm. It's on. It's on. I'm definitely doing that as well. Um, it's just been an expensive month, so I'm going to pay for that one later. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's definitely one of the things we need to talk about in pageantry. The expense mm. of it, but that's a whole other story. And the the ball in February as well. Yes, um, we'll we'll be like at the ball definitely. Oh, I can't yeah. wait yet. Yeah. And the ball tickets are booked because I feel like that's going to sell out fast and um, anyone this will be going out fairly soon um so yes there is a pageant land ball in the uk on the is it the 7th of february is the 7th um, i'm gonna check my calendar before i say that maybe um, 7th or 9th something first weekend in february um you can be from any system 8th 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 of February we're close we're close um, yeah. the pageant yeah. land ball and um, it's if you go to I'll pop the link in the bottom for this this isn't my event in anywhere at all I'm just very excited about it and um, it's a chance to be all all the sparklies see all the pageant girls all your pageant friends be, come into a pageant community without there being the actual pressure of a competition which I think is an incredible idea and um, they did a similar one last year but didn't really it wasn't really done as the sort of pageant land ball and um, so they've really hyped it up this year and uh, not hyped up that's the wrong word um done what they're doing more with it this year and um, I can't remember the venue. It's up north, but then to me, anything above central London is up north. <laughs> I'm very <Yeah>. southern. <laughs> so it's up north somewhere. Manchester, that band, it's somewhere in that band. I think it's Warrington. Um, there we go. It's near Manchester, yeah. So I got, I was um, close. <laughs> it's, it's up north. Yeah, yeah. It's above Birmingham, it's up north somewhere. places. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's a chance to, so whether you're new to pageantry and considering it and want to come and like just meet more pageant girls or you're competing in a different system, maybe you don't really like your system and you want to find out about other systems. All systems are welcome. Um, and yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of Galaxy Girls there because Pageant Girl, run, pageant girl Limited run Galaxy um, mm. and Power Pageant. So there'll be a lot of Power Pageant Girls there as well, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, definitely like, come to that book your t- as soon as you hear this if you're fancying it book your tickets because the tickets have already been on sale a little while and I don't think they're going to last very long um, and the hotel as well they've got limited discounted hotel rooms as well so I booked that I think I was the first one to phone up when I phoned really? the, the Instagram story came up and they were like you can book your tickets now and I went straight on the website booked my tickets got the link for the hotel phoned the hotel and the lady was like this has literally been confirmed this morning. I'm not even sure if the discounted rates are on our system yet. And they had just gone live. So she was able to book it for me. But yeah, pretty sure I was the first, first person to book the room. <laughs> love, love a bit of planning. 
So it looks like we've actually lost Becky's signal. She did pre-warn me that her internet is a little bit problematic. And I will make sure that I tag all her social media in the show notes and things as well. And I'll put a post up on my Instagram and my Facebook page um, with her details as well. I'll try and get a photo of her um, glammed up or sweaty. I don't care. Uh, get a picture up of her um, of her choosing uh, with all her details as well. Because um, that would have been my last question is where we, can we find her on social media? But this is the joy of recording live um, and online and across different countries. So Becky, if you can hear me, thank you so much for joining me. And everyone else that's joined today, thank you so much for joining me. I really hope you've got a lot out of this episode. Feel like it sparked like 27 other episode ideas. Uh, So do make sure you subscribing to the podcast because although I'm aiming for one a week, I feel like there may be more than one a week coming out. And I'm not 100% sure what day that will be yet because these episodes seem to be flying out at the moment. Uh, Have an amazing day and I will see you guys all soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spent some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.